the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. This is our special bonus edition, and I'm going to be talking about a debate that was had recently on February 1st. Uh, But before we get started talking about that, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, for our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to follow your will. Please help us to do everything we do for the good of your people, for our own good and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, well here's to another edition of Talk Law Radio. I'm going to be talking about a debate that was had recently uh, between Republicans because the primary is coming up in March. And I first wanted to tell you why I was there. And the reason is because I wanted to find out what the issues were in these two races. Uh, One race was for a county commissioner seat in Precinct 3, and another race was between uh, Texas House District 121. That's uh, House of Representatives in Texas District 121. And I'll tell you who the contenders of each race is uh, shortly. I just wanted to report what I saw and heard at those debates. Uh, Usually I don't get real political about things, um, and so I'm not reporting on this for the basis of uh, having a political debate. But just letting you know what the issues are that are out there. Okay, so for the first debate, this was uh, for the county commissioner's seat in Bear County, Precinct 3. The commissioners are are divided around the city based on different precincts, and so I wanted to better understand what these areas covered. There's uh, four precincts. I'm looking at a map. That's why I'm looking over here. uh, That illustrates where the precincts are. And they're not like neatly squared off or circles or they're not even really equal in size, uh, maybe by population, but not by land mass. If you want a copy of this map, email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com. I found this online, but it was difficult to find. 
And so if you're listening and you're interested in finding out how the precincts are divided, uh, just let me know. Email me at host at talklawradio.com. What we're talking about is Precinct 3, and that's the north side. It includes Chavano Park, part of Holotus, includes the rim. <laughs> I just saw that on the map, so I'll give you an idea of where it's located. Uh, Camp Bullis and Fair Oaks Ranch. The current county commissioner for Precinct 3 is Grant Moody. He did not attend the debate, um, but I'll tell you a little bit about how he got his seat. The seat was formally held by Trish DeBerry, and she ran for county judge against Peter Sakai, and she lost, and she also lost this seat, and so Grant Moody was appointed by the county commissioners prior to November 2022. There was a special election in November 2022, uh, and he won that seat against um, his Democratic rival, Susan Corbell, and he's coming up for election now in 2024. So it's a two-year seat. And he won with 54% of the vote over uh, Democrat Susan Corbell and is now up for election. And the challenger is Christopher Suchart. He is somewhat known because he ran for mayor last time and lost to Ron uh, Norenberg. And so he's running for Precinct 3 County Commissioner now. And here are some of the reasons why. He was upset about the way that uh, current County Commissioner Grant Moody is, is voting on things. He criticized Grant Moody for too frequently siding with the court's other members who are all Democrats. So I just point that out that there's only there's only one Democrat. No, there's only one Republican. All the rest are Democrats. And so he was quoted in the Express News as saying, I take issue with him constantly voting with the Democrats on the commissioner's court because there needs to be a stand. And the only record of your stand is your vote. He was critical of Grant Moody supporting a pay raise for the commissioners on the commissioner's court. It went from $131,294 a year to $157,500 a year. And during the debate, well, it wasn't really, I mean, it it was supposed to be a debate, (laughs) but Grant Moody didn't show up. And so Christopher Suchart got to say whatever he wanted. He he talked about these issues that concern him uh, without having any challenger there. And so you can come to your own conclusions about what that means. I just wanted to point out what the issues are. 
Suchart said, being a conservative Republican means advocating for restraint when it comes to spending. If elected, he said he would donate the amount of Moody's recent salary raise to charity. So he talked in in the debate about uh, wanting to reduce spending, and he was upset about how Sheriff Javier Salazar was allocating deputies disproportionately over the city. Suchart said he was engaged in the community. He will stand for principles and not the good old boy system. He also criticized the the discretionary spending that the commissioner's court has in regards to funding non-governmental organizations like charities and nonprofits. He said the annual allocation for all of the commissioners is $25 million. And Suchart said most have no verifiable results. He said the NGOs cause problems. Uh, we need to stop discretionary spending and let people get let the people save on tax dollars and give to the non-governmental organizations, charities, and nonprofits that they choose with the money that they save from not having to pay taxes to the county. He talked about a problem with sewer lines and a septic system where a subdivision was built. Uh, There were 76 houses there, and they used uh, some federal funds that were allocated when uh, the pandemic was going on. They call that ARPA, A-R-P-A. He said, Suchart said, that money should have been used for low water crossing and Holotus and Gray Forest. He also criticized uh, the the way that people vote for their county commissioners and, and the way that uh, projects are developed and money is allocated and spent for those projects. He says the county is not transparent. We don't know where the investments are. The county is $2 billion in debt. He wants to reduce spending and reduce debt. He also wants to put county commissioners or a county representative on the board of CPS Energy and SAWS, the water company. He said that water is not, there's no shortage of water, but there's corruption in how water is uh, governed. He says there's one priority his would be the sewer in Timberwood Park. He wants to develop and plan intelligently. He wants to to be aware of the projects. He thinks that the current county commissioners, once they get a project going, they just let the contractor run with it, and he thinks that he could do a better job. And he closed with really his introduction, <laughs> what should have been his introduction. He said that uh, after he graduated from college, he worked at Frost Bank as a credit analyst, Uh, He was a controller for an oil company. He helped them stabilize their business after the uh, oil oil prices got cut in half. And then he managed an aggregate trucking business, and I think that's what he's still currently doing as his day job. So that was the debate, or it was supposed to be a debate, between uh, Grant Moody 
and Christopher Suchart uh, for the county commissioner precinct number three chair. And you can go to another debate. That one's already in the past, but there's another debate. Um, well, if you're hearing about this just now, that debate has also passed. <laughs> but I'll give, I haven't been to that debate yet. I'm pre recording this show for a future date. And so um, I'll be reporting on another debate uh, probably a week from now. I'll tell you more about that as, as I report on it. Okay, the other thing that's going on, the other debate that went on was between Steve Allison, Mark LaHood, and Michael Champion for District 121 of the Texas House and House of Representatives. So the primary, just to remind you, is March 5th. Of course, there's going to be an early voting period before that. And then the general election is going to be November 5th. Steve Allison's a Republican. His hometown is uh, San Antonio. He's up for re-election. I wanted to also let you know where District 121 for Texas House of Representatives was. It covers uh, sort of uh, the middle of the city on either side of 281, from Alamo Heights up to, but not including, Bull Verde. He represents 100% of Alamo Heights, 3% of Hollywood Park, 1% of Park, 100% of Olmos Park, 10% of San Antonio, 100% of Terrell Hills, and 41% of Timberwood Park. And there were two, I also have an illustrated map, of that area. It was a little easier to find, but if you're listening and you want me to email it to you, I will. Just email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com, and I will email you an illustrated map of the Texas House District 121. Steve Allison did not attend the debate, but thank goodness we had a couple other primary challengers who could debate themselves. Um, They were upset that uh, Steve Allison, the current House representative for the state of Texas, voted against school choice. They were upset that he voted to impeach Attorney General Kenneth Paxton. They were upset that he drafted a bill that reduced the penalty for election fraud. So let's talk about some of their arguments against each other. Mark LaHood, you might remember, ran for district attorney last time. Uh, He did not win. He's an attorney, and he's running for this seat. He said this race is about principles. His priorities would be border security election integrity, and the freedom and empowerment of parents for school choice. Um, there were some questions about whether he would support the, the current Speaker of the House for the state of Texas uh, or whether he would support somebody else. He said the decision for Speaker is not unanimous. Uh, that wasn't the most important thing. School choice was a big issue. Uh, He was asked about a voucher system. 
He said that he supported uh, school choice measures generally. Uh, vouchers is one way to do that. He also recognized that educational savings accounts was another way to do that, um, not only to pay for tuition, but also books and transportation. He was in favor of that. He was asked about term limits, um, corruption and weaponization of the judicial system. His response to the term limits question was uh, that there were advantages and disadvantages. It was a balancing act uh, to be productive and effective. He reasoned that you needed to have a certain minimum amount of time doing the job to learn how to do it well. And he said that you could promote trust with the people, the voters, by delivering on what you promise. There was another question about uh, limitations to lobbying after you leave your House seat, and uh, he ran out of time before he could answer that. There was a question to him about whether political subdivisions like cities and counties should be allowed to hire lobbyists to uh, lobby the state legislature, or would you abolish this? He, he said that he would abolish that. He thought that was not good. Um, on questions of immigration, Mark LaHood um, said that there was problems with Senate Bill 4. That's the Texas law that says that a person who comes into the state of Texas over the international border could be arrested. His problem with it was that the law allows for the case to be dismissed if that person voluntarily leaves. He thought that that law needed stronger teeth, more enforcement. He said that he supported Governor Abbott in the border security measures, such as uh, having the concertina razor wire on the border. And he said that he would... try and support the attorney general so that he so that the attorney general would have more time to fight the federal government in court he didn't want the attorney general spending his time um, fighting over state issues he said election integrity was a big issue for him he wanted the the laws on early voting to apply the same on election day voting He wanted to expand the voter fraud law um, so that it wasn't a misdemeanor. He wanted it to be a felony. He said there was no greater crime than stealing an election. He said that there was a cultural divide going on today, that uh, diversity, equality, equity, I think, and inclusion is modern-day Marxism, takes away from the merit-based systems. He said that he would support a ban on transgender sports. He said he would support a ban on medical procedures on children to change their gender. And he closed with this race is about principles, bring back traditional principles. Okay, let's talk about the other challenger to Steve Allison in House District 121 named Michael Champion. He's a self-proclaimed guy on the outside. He's a retired military. 
Uh, he served in the Texas State Guard, and he said that he had strong leadership skills. He's teaching college at a, at a doctor level now, and there was a question to him about whether the uh, party in control, the majority party in the state house representatives, should appoint members of the minority party to be chairman of different committees. And he said no, that the party in charge should stack the committees with uh, their own party, that um, the opposite political party, the other political party, would not return the favor, and so they should take advantage of having a majority while they still have it. He said that he supported school choice. Um, He didn't appreciate the way that teachers' unions controlled uh, teachers and, and controlled the money in the lobbyists, but he said he did support teachers individually. On the question, do you agree with the impeachment charges against Kenneth Paxton, he said no because he couldn't defend himself, that the the trial was was not fair. He said that he would support a fair trial if if that would come about. On the question of immigration, he said he would put the whole National Guard on the border. He said he would go after businesses and companies that facilitate the invasion. He would get the Secretary of State to go after uh, businesses and companies and also the Attorney General to prosecute when asked, how do you feel about Senate Bill 4, he responded with a question, what do we do when the jails are full? So that was interesting. On election integrity, how do we restore trust in elections? He said he supported voter ID. He supports a paper ballot, and he wants to look at the process for how people register to vote. On the question about the cultural divide, He said that DEI should be removed, diversity, equity, and inclusion doesn't have any place in government. And his closing was, go to my website. (laughs) He's addressed all these issues on his website. So that's Michael Champion running for district, House District of Representatives in Texas, 121. There were some other questions about homeschool, so I thought that was an interesting issue. Should homeschool students have to take the same STAR test that public school students take? I think private school students haven't been taking that, and so I'm going to have to look into uh, whether that's been a proposed law. There was a question to both candidates, what have you done to advance the Republican cause as a private citizen. And Champion said that he's been writing emails to politicians for many years. Uh, Mr. LaHood said that he voted in uh, elections, uh, but he got more involved a year and a half ago when he, quote, unquote, woke up. There was a question from the audience about what can legislators do to expel the Mexican mafia. Mr. LaHood said, we're stuck with criminal element. Allow the attorney general to prosecute when local DA refuses to prosecute. 
inform the voter, get the people engaged. And Mr. Champion said, get a DA to enforce the law. There was a question about uh, what's, what do you envision as the future for Bear County? Mr. Champion said he wanted a good, stable economy, jobs, resources, natural gas, improve infrastructure, and local colleges. Uh, Mr. LaHood said he would support parenting, law enforcement, and education. Okay, so everybody seemed to be pretty disappointed that Steve Allison did not show up. They, the organizers of the event said that they invited him, and he didn't show up. So that had was the debate uh, for the Bear County Commissioner's Court Precinct Number 3 between Grant Moody and Christopher, and Grant Moody did not show up. So Christopher Suchart got to say everything he wanted to say. And then the other part of the debate was between Steve Allison, Mark LaHood, and Michael Champion. Steve Allison did not attend. This is for State of Texas House of Representatives District 121. So I wanted to tell you some things that are going on that you might not be aware of yet. Um, First, uh, you can listen to me talk about the law on the radio on Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock in the morning on 9.30 a.m. and 6.30 a.m. And you can listen to me talk about the law on Facebook Live, also on YouTube, where the podcast is divided into four segments, easy bite-sized chunks for you to easily digest about me talking about the law. You can also go to your favorite podcast provider, search for Talk Law Radio, look for My Smiling Face or the Lady Liberty and the Red, White, and Blue Colors. Also, you can go to www.talklawradio.com and search for archive episodes there. Well, I think that's all the time I have today, so I'm going to wrap it up. I appreciate you tuning in. Talk to you later. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.